Hello, everybody out there in the internet to episode 76 of Sis and Big Pops Culture. As always, I am Big Pops Todd Turner, also known as Mosaic Fan Art. And I am Sis, a.k.a. Hannah Joe, and together we're an adult daughter and father duo. We dive into all things geek, nerd, and fandom. Every episode is family-friendly. That's right. We are family friendly. Um, I would say we are. Or PG. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, TV. Seven. Seven. There you go. Yep. All right. Seven. Hannah, tell everybody what we do here. Well, we are going to chitter chat about nerd news that we think is fun and interesting. We're going to share what we've been binging. Um, we're going to um, hear about Pops's pool list. We don't know what that is. Don't stress. And at the end of our time together today, we are going to have a spoiler heavy review of the live action One Piece season. That season was just on one. Netflix. That's right. So let's just jump into it and hit this a run in with. The nerd news to us. I don't have a lot. I have three which pieces. Which is funny. I I have three pieces. Four Twins. pieces, maybe. I don't know. What do you got? Okay. Um A24 is. Okay, yeah. Going so that's like turn... a movie theater thing. Or yeah, that's like a, that was... a studio. Yeah. A24 did everything everywhere all at once. Everywhere all at once. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they the ones who. I know. I keep interrupting. No, you're fine. Go. Aren't they signed? They've they've okayed everything. With- and they are already running production. Gotcha. Okay. Um, they are going to turn Paris Hilton's memoir into a TV series. No goodness gracious! Why? Who cares? Because she's hysterical and an icon. I, I don't think that's no. That's funny, Hannah. When you were a little kid, they had that. Goofy TV show. With I know her they and did. Lionel Richie's daughter. Who do you daughter. think? Who do you think London Tipton was based off of? In the Sweet Life oh, yeah. of Zach and Cody. Hundred yeah. percent. London but, Tipton. Are you? But, are you kidding me? Paris Hilton. Hysterical. Paris Hilton had dirty movies and everything. Well, she is the queen of the velour tracksuit and is hysterical. Oh, velour tracksuit. Weren't the, there? There was a. Juicy in, Couture. Uh, in, no, in the Hawkeye comic book and also in the Hawkeye miniseries, there was a, a group of mobsters called the Tracksuits. Classic. And they all wore tracksuits, but they weren't velour. They looked more like that. Oh, no. Plas- not the velour like- tracksuit is coming to a Target near you very soon <laughs> because Y2K every, is coming back. Every um, every Stacy's mom has got it going on is going to be wearing that. Goodness gracious. Oh my God. My favorite thing in the entire world is how Gen Z has rebranded yoga pants, flared leggings. Oh, listen, the girls in my work have, uh, uh, what do they call it? Flared, flared legging, flared Fridays. Flared leggings, AKA yoga pants, my guy. I don't know that they're yoga pants. No, Not these. that's what they were called. They have rebranded. Okay. You, I'm a millennial, and I don't even know what... I don't know. I'm an old guy, and I think it's crazy anyway, so... Paris Hilton, and here's the thing. If it's on a streaming platform that I have Mm. access to, I will watch it. I'm not watching it. I think it sounds hysterical. You're funny. I could see it doing very well. Hey, so um, Blue Beetle has ended its theatrical run as the lowest uh, DCEU grossing film of all time. Yeah. so here's the deal, though. This movie was supposed to be straight to streaming. So a lot of people are giving it down the road because it's like the worst. Why but, didn't they do that? Well, I mean, I think they were trying to get as much. They're trying to milk as much as they can out of those movies that were in the pipeline before James Gunn took over because mm-hmm. they're basically not going to do anything. Yeah, they're not going to do anything. Well, and people know that. Yeah, and actually... um, it's official. Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa are done. 
mm. with their current characters. And they're getting ready to come out with a new Aquaman. Aquaman. I heard, I read that there was like all kinds of bad stuff going on on the yes, set. Yes, on set. Did you read some of that? Because of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial shenanigans. Well, somebody said Elon Musk was the one who kept yeah. her job. Did you read that? What I read that. that. What did you read? I, I, I read that Elon Musk did something to so that Amber Heard could keep her job. It's crazy. It's, it's just drama bomb is what it is. And we don't know what's going on because and we don't know if we it's true or not. Are two humans in rural Kentucky who are so far removed <laughs> from a movie set. Um, but oh Nelly. You think that's listen, so far removed, rural Kentucky. The latest run of the Hulk is taking place in Estill County. Okay, well, maybe we're coming, coming to soon a, to coming a coming soon to a coming soon to a <laughs> The place, <laughs> a hometown, <laughs> hometown near you. Now I, I did like, hear oh, place where Jason Momoa is in talks to reprise a new role in the DCU. What with the new uh, Lobo? You don't even know who that is, do you? I think I do. Keep talking. I'm going to Google the it last cesarean, face. not cesarean. That makes it sound like he was made by the C-section. Cesarean. These anyway, he was the last of a race. Oh, he looks like he could be that guy. He could be Lobo, yeah. He could be Lobo, uh, looks like a bad guy. Yes, exactly. Cool. So, Lobo, um, in Superman Legacy, I think is that. Well, here's the thing uh, Chris Evans is Captain America and Johnny Storm. So, and uh, in um, Scott Pilgrim, another that was an anime. So, and in Push, I liked that movie. I don't know if I saw that movie. I think that came out before I was allowed to watch movies like that. Gotcha. So, what else you got, Hannah? Um, didn't know that this was relevant still, and it felt relevant after us watching Spy Kids Five last time I saw oh, you. Yeah, that was um, bad. Robert Rodriguez talking about Atlanta Battle Angel sequel. Oh, I just saw that, but didn't see what he said. Just I that he movie. was like, I watched the movie. It was weird. Yeah, it's heavy CGI. I get it. but And bizarre, but I liked it. I didn't know James Cameron was on that film, too. What? No, I didn't pay attention. It was James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. They were the ones who did that movie? Interesting pairing, man. With 20th Century Fox. And Disney owns 20th Century Fox now. Which is why the sequel was never really pushed. Oh, because they were going through the middle of all that garb. Mm-hmm. So would it be made so, by Troublemaker Studio? I, 30 years? Who knows? <laughs> but I don't know, man. I saw that and was like, hmm. I'd watch a battle. I'd watch an Alita Battle Angel sequel. So this isn't part of my nerd news, but have you seen the Beekeeper trailer? No, Jason but Statham? I kept getting ads for it. Is he like a... Is he like Sherlock vibes? Like the no. beekeeper? No. When something happens to disturb the hive, the beekeeper takes care of business. So he's like a... Very John Wick. He, very much so. Yeah, okay. sort of like that. I mean, it's like a James Bond type, John Wick type thing. And he actually is a beekeeper, but something happens to somebody and then he goes and has to... Clear house. It looks awesome. And for our review, movie review for next time, mm. the Meg is on the max. We watched the Meg. The two? We didn't watch two, but we watched one because Trevin two wanted is to on. go watch two. And we saw that it was on HBO and I was like, oh. Meg okay. two is on max. We'll have now. to. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Although maybe we should do a, maybe we should do Halloween y something. I don't know. Halloween. We could watch Edward Scissorhands. People. Have you seen it? No. Well, okay. That doesn't really sound like fun. Here's what Trevin does. <laughs> Trevin, wait, Trevin loves a horror film, and I love sleeping in on Saturday mornings. And so he wakes up at like 7, and I roll out of bed at about 8.30, and he will have watched a horror film while I was sleeping. Oh, okay. It is horror film time. It is. It's horror film season. Season, right. baby. What else you got, sister? Um, what was I writing down? Beekeeper. Yeah, Beekeeper. Good movie. I, I mean, the trailer looks awesome. 
Um, One Piece season two has officially been announced, and apparently they already have a script. Oh wow! Serious? That's I read that it was on Geek Tyrant. Well, I think here's the de- here's the deal. Uh, it's been they've got a thousand episodes. You can choose wherever you want. Yeah, but it does have to have a script, and we'll talk about that when we get to the review because I, I yeah, we'll talk about it later. Save it for okay. the podcast. Save it for the podcast. We're on the podcast now. I oh, yeah. ran, y'all. I was hanging out with Dad this past weekend at a family wedding, and I was like, "Dad, One Piece," and he was like, "Save it for the podcast." I'm like, <laughs> "You are my dad, and I want to talk to you." <laughs> We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. <laughs> um, That's it. That's all I, I have. I have some fantastic four news. Okay, bring it on. So, um. It is supposed to be released Valentine's 2025. It is going to be the next big pillar movie for the Marvel going forward. Mm. They're saying it's going to be different from any other thing, any other Marvel movie that's been made. So he, the director said, basically, we have a cast, but I can't say anything until the strike's all over. So... I thought um, the strike was over. But not everybody's, only part of it. Not only the writers, but now there's, I don't know, there's like some know, other man. stuff. Here's the yeah. thing. I Can I get behind people not wanting to sign away the rights of their likeness for oh, AI? Oh, yeah, I don't like that at all. 100%. Did you, did you see where Gross. somebody's been using Tom Hanks' uh, AI creative voice for a dental practice? No. That's crazy. You can't do that. And Stephen Fry, you know who that guy is. He yes. was the, yeah, they um they were using him to like do books and they stuff. They don't have laws for this kind of stuff. That's crazy. Anyway, I was saying that because apparently Vanessa Kirby is a shoe-in as Sue Storm. Mm. I think we might have already mentioned that. Yes, she's in um the Mission Impossible movies. Yes, which I haven't really, I would have to go back and take a look because I can't quite remember what she's She's a blonde like, girl. But, well, well, good because Sue's blonde, but mm. anybody can be blonde, right? Uh, yeah. Not with everyone's complexion. Okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dye your hair whatever so, color you want it to be. So, comic book geeks will appreciate this where it comes okay. with the Fantastic Four. Um, we really don't know what they're going to do. We don't know, you know, what the movie's going to be, who the villain, if there is a villain, we don't even know. Is it an origin? Is it blah, blah, blah? But the director was saying that, um, this is a direct quote, if I can read my own handwriting. Things that were work beautifully in John Byron and Jack Kirby are a little tougher when filming them. So John Byron or Byrne and Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby is the OG who I know created Jack Kirby. Fantastic Four. Yeah. Well, John John Byrne did the fan did an entire Fantastic Four run in the 80s. So I don't know if that's a hint to what type of style they're going for or maybe the villain that they might go for maybe it's has something to do with something that kirby created and burn then expounded on yeah i'm gonna have to go back and read all uh 800 issues of the fantastic four to figure it out so you have all of them pretty much yeah all of them but like 14 and hey if you want to learn about how a lot of comic book or tv tropes were created Read the Fantastic Four comics or go back and listen to our episode, The Creation of Tropes, way yeah, early in, in our <laughs> seasons. So the funny thing that I was listening to was Kevin Feige. They were talking to him and he was like, um, he was talking about how big that the Fantastic Four was to Marvel and how, you know, after the X-Men, the Fantastic Four. And I was like, wait, no, 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 no. The Fantastic Four were before the X Men. Yeah, after the X Men. And um, Marvel's first family. That's what they're called. Yeah. And I was like, he doesn't know. Maybe he, he does. I don't know. Anyway. I, I mean, um, here's the thing if I have to watch every single thing that has been released by Marvel to enjoy this movie, I'm going to be angry. Yeah, because you haven't watched anything. You should watch. You I don't should, want to. You should. The no. Captain America, the yeah, the Falcon Winter Soldier, fantastic. Fantastic. And Loki, fantastic. I have started and started Loki and I don't care to, I don't I'm not invested enough to finish it. Secret Invasion okay. doesn't look like fun. 
I finished Secret Invasion. It was all right. I don't, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know about it, Dad. Did she finish Hawkeye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I, I got really mad about Kingpin just throwing this little girl around and being wimpified. nothing happening. I know. That was bad. Wimpified Kingpin. Yeah, that ain't cool. Was the lamest thing. Yeah, she that was just pretty be, lame. She would, no. Crush, crush her head between a car door. Yeah. Anyway. Um, my last bit. Chef's kiss. Well, and they're doing a new Daredevil, but I don't know how it's going to be, you know? I hope it's good. I know. Ahsoka, the most streamed show in September. Cool. Did you watch it? No. I um, I would love to watch it, but I feel like I would go into it clueless because mm. I didn't watch the Rebels. I didn't watch you know, Clone Wars, yeah. all the cartoons. I just didn't watch them. And I feel like there is so much lore there that I would have to go back and There's watch. There's a ton of lore there. That I just don't feel like doing it. Yep. Um, That's how know, I feel I, about all of these TV shows that they're popping up. Not that I'm mad about them having well, a million different TV shows, like, pop off. I just, I don't have the time, nor do I have the desire to watch all of it. Yeah, I. But here's the deal: if you watched it an episode a week when it come out, you know, nah, nah. <laughs> oh gosh, do we sound like old farts or what? I I sound like a, a privileged little millennial girly refusing to watch TV shows as they come out weekly, even though I grew up watching TV shows as they come out weekly. Um, I used to. I, I would not do anything on Friday nights when I was in college because. That's when Shield came out. Oh yeah, I like Shield. I wanted to watch Agents of Shield. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. I am. Um, it's funny because I think I've gone from. I still do a little bit of both, depending upon the yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of binging and shows, yeah. what's yeah, going so on? We we watched One Piece, of course. That's the big thing that we were that we were watching. Um, we are getting pumped to watch over the garden we have that that's what we should watch that should be our fall thing over the garden wall watch the movie watch the yeah i think it's on hbo max okay um, all right oh, so what we'll do mm, trevin will love that um we're we're we watch over the garden wall a day in the fall and trevin has elected that we will do that his birthday weekend and so we're doing that right. this upcoming weekend um watching um adventure time Still haven't watched oh. Fiona and Cake yet. Um, I'm excited either. about it, but it looks cool. Um, we're watching Adventure Time, and The Lich has just been introduced for the first time. Oh, gosh. Wow. You're early. The, yeah. I mean, we're like first season of Adventure Time. It's been, we started at the beginning. It's super fun. Um, Adventure Time. I love it when people time. tell me, um, I'll go, oh, I don't know if I can watch it. And they'll say, just skip the first three seasons. I'm like, no. No. That's why uh, I can't watch The Office. Um, I have, <laughs> I know, I, I can't, I can't do it. I have been listening to podcast interviews of exorcists. Okay, that's, that's creepy. Which is so interesting. No, I'm gonna get it. It's so interesting. No, just like, like, like pastors. Who okay. are extra? Yeah, not like people like no, but like a like a man who's been sanctified by the Catholic Church to go forth and perform exorcisms. All right, it was interesting, interesting. I'll interesting, give you that. And I have been listening to "The Power of Habit" by Charles Duig. Duig, Duig. the power of habit, power yeah. of habit. If I yeah, say the yeah. power of habit multiple times, it becomes power a habit. Power of habit. And it is about Or is it a or is it a podcast about the strength found in nuns' clothing? Because no, it's a habit. I, I'm, it's I'm, I'm re- listening to a See, book called The Power of Habit. A power a habit is a what the they call yes, nuns' clothes. I know that, sorry. Dad. That was a terrible, a terrible that was bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the power of habit, which is actually really fun. Awesome. They're I, going to brain science and how habits are formed and how we can oh. change them and how they're used, small and big scales. It's interesting. 
Wow, that's cool, Leo. Yeah. You doing that when you go to work and stuff? Mm-hmm. I don't do any of that. I um, forgot what I was going to say. I completely I'm lost sorry, it. Dad. It's all right. I am, I am caught up on Invasion, mm. which is on Apple Plus, and I think it's so good. One, a, a great sci-fi alien invasion. Um, as good as the one TV show that you love that I haven't watched yet because I watched the first episode and it was too much like COVID. I couldn't finish it. It's totally different. Okay. And this, I don't know when it ends, but the other show, it's called um, Station Eleven. Mm. Well, Station Eleven's a masterpiece. Everyone should watch that, although it is for adults. And you should watch it. I've watched it four or five times. I think I might go back and watch it. But anyway... Um, so you're catching, yeah. you're caught up on invasion. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, I have gone back and started back up the One Piece anime. Oh, okay, right um, on. After I after I finished watching One Piece, so I'm still in season one, um, but the episodes are like 26 minutes long. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it on here or not, but I am listening to it subtitled but dubbed with subtitles. Okay. So it's bizarre. No, not subtitled. It's dubbed with the subtitles that go with the Japanese anime. Yeah. So when someone says something on the screen, what is dubbed at the bottom is not always the same. Mm. Like completely different. Yeah. Which is so weird because I'm like, that is not, what they meant when they said what they said. Um, it's weird how interesting. I know. I don't know which is which is more correct. I've been is wanting dubbed, to watch. Is the dubbed or subbed more correct? I yes. I don't know the answer to that question, and I do think that it would it would be very difficult to be like to be a creator mm-hmm. and to have written it in a specific language and then try to make it be a different language. Like yeah, to translate it, tough. I think yeah. would be ridiculously hard. A fish story. Yeah. Or <laughs> like there was, there was this book that I read and it was originally written. It was like, okay, how many times do you count translation of a book? Like if a person who originally is born in Paris and speaks French goes and lives in Germany for a time and then writes a book in German that is then translated into English, how many translations were for the book? Like, do we count the person who learned French translating it into German? 100%. But they speak German. But that's what happened in that movie Fish Story. Isn't that so interesting, Fish Story. I know. How it completely changes the... I think it's so cool. That is crazy. Um, Your mom and I went and saw The Blind. You loved that. I really did. I enjoy. I liked the movie. Enjoyed is a hard thing to say, but it basically was um, of Doug Dynasty, Phil mm-hmm. and Miss K yes. early on, how they became a couple and how he became a Christian. He was a raging alcoholic, mm. mean. And, um, and so therefore, I've been caught up checking in their videos or podcasts. Stuff. Yeah. And did you know that Phil has a daughter? Really? Yes. So he has With Miss K? No. When he was when he kicked her out of the house or whatever and he was running around. Miss mm-hmm. K had even told the boy said, "Don't be surprised if another boy comes up in here and looks just like you." Mm-hmm. But this girl said that her son was doing a genetics thing for her his college no and they were like they were like uh mom you and your sisters are and brother are just half siblings and she goes what yeah the genetic wild yes so she's like mom who's my dad well you know no she's like no who's my dad oh i don't know uh uh and she's like you know she's 47 yeah and her mom had never told her and she goes well um. Uh, uh, you know that guy that makes the duck whistles. He, yeah, it's him, Phil. And she's like, 
What? And then she goes, well, you know, yeah, she goes, so like these things give you, like they tell you how to, how to contact your birth parent. There's if things you on want how to, to do that, yeah. but they don't tell you how to do that when they're a celebrity, mm. you know? So they decided to write a letter to Phil's oldest son, Al's church. Yes. And wrote to him. And then her husband or her sister had said, hey, Phil is speaking at this church. Do you, let's just go down there and just listen. We don't have to talk to him or anything. You don't have to go up and say hi. You can just, so they okay. went and they listened. And um, at the end, Jace, the Jace, yeah, or Jeb. Yep. I can't remember if it was There's the baby Jace or if it was and Jeff. Jace. Okay. Right. I can't remember which one. I think it was Jeb. Um, she had a, a copy of the letter and she said, will you give this to your father? I think it's really important that he get this. And she said, sure. He said, sure. So Alan contacted his dad and said, dad, I've had this letter for a month and we've researched it and checked it. And I think it's, I think it's legit. And he goes, okay, let's, what do you got? So they end up doing a paternity test and sure enough, Phil's the dad. Dang. And Phil said, Phil said, bring her home. Mm, you know, beautiful. he said, he said, this is something amazing, a beautiful that's come out of a terrible thing I did in my life, mm. basically. And Miss Kay said, I've wanted a daughter all my life. And I had mm. to wait. I finally got one 47 years so later. Sweet. She ended up moving down there next to him and everything, her whole family. Really? Yeah. They've just embraced her. And he said, yeah, this is, this is my daughter. That's so cool. And that's I so know. cool. Anyway, I also, another Was thing. Was that in the movie? No, I just started going down the podcast. Oh, you thing. started listening to all of the podcast episodes. Okay. Yes, it's right been on. very interesting. Yeah, no, that's not in the movie. But um, another thing I'm I'm doing is I am reading Invincible. Oh, classic. We reviewed that one no, too. The book? Did we review the first book? Yeah. First comic? The trade. Well, I've read I read the first compendium, which is one through forty seven issues. Oof. That dad is yes. a bad mamma jamma. He's a bad mamma jamma. Um, I can't tell you any more about it because I don't know. We don't know if he is or not. Oh, he is I and he isn't. He is. Yes, but um, this has been great. Great. Why did I not collect this when it came out? It's fantastic. <laughs> um, Robert Kirkman, the guy who does Walking Dead, Firepower, mm. uh, Void Rivals currently, um, he wrote Invincible. It's on the first season is on Prime. Yes. Um, it is a little bit mature. Mm-hmm. I believe they call this TV 14 or uh comic book is like 14 or whatever. It's does have some uh I don't know. It's I it's, think it has some language in the TV show. It does, it does. So it's probably it might mature. be TV M A for the yeah. TV show, but for the comic book, you're saying 14 and up. <clears throat> yeah, it's not it's not terrible. Okay. I mean not any worse than the other comic books. It yes. does have some blood in it, but right it on. is so good. I've now downloaded the second compendium. So the next 47 issues. Yes. And they've got the third compendium too. So I'm going to hit them all. It is so good. I enjoy it. I want to go back now and watch the cartoon, uh, the animation now that yeah. I've that I've read the comic because I really like it. So, Those yeah. animations are fun. Yeah. I really like the Vox Machina one on Amazon Prime. Oh, well, I couldn't get into that stuff. See, that that's that's another thing that has so much lore that I feel lost. Oh, it has so much lore and it just I, know. I have spent literal days of my life watching their Vox Machina campaign. There are over 130 Explain to people what that is to who are listening yeah, because so, some people may not know. Yeah, you're right. Um Critical Role is a pretty iconic Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's created up of eight different nine including the DM, nine different voice actors. Dungeon Master. Yeah. Um nine different eight to nine different voice actors um who they do a campaign um, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and they just decided let's record it and stream it. And if people want to watch it, then they can watch it. And has become it's taken on a life of its own. Animation, giant, comic like, books, a giant thing. Yeah, a um, Vox Machina is the group that was their first campaign, um, okay. and they have a. It's like a hundred and thirty episodes and they're backlogged and they're three to five hours each and i've seen all of them 
Oh, wow. And um, literal literal days of my life. Invincible is a comic and and now it's an animation on um, Prime about a 18-year-old boy Mm -hmm. whose dad is like the Superman of this world called Mm Omni-Man. And he discovers that he has powers. And then it's him um, also discovering that his dad is a villain, we think. Question mark. Because he kills Does, all the superheroes. Yeah, like the, basically good. their Justice League. And he has to confront his dad. And it's about him learning his powers, confronting his dad, becoming a superhero, um, finding out that he's part alien, all this kind of stuff. So it's really good, well-written comic in the show. I, I can't vouch for the show because I never watched it. So yeah. I've, yeah. I've watched clips of it, I think. Okay. But like scrolling on my phone or something i must have gotten an ad but all right well hannah let's do the pull list yes so dad's going to share with us his pull list a pull list if you don't know is a list that you give the proprietor of your local comic book shop and what they do is they pull those comics from their inventory and have you a nice beautiful little stack or a big stack depending on what your collecting life is like um that they have ready for you. So they pull from their inventory and have the list for you. Um, Dad is going to share with us five different comics. He's going to give us um, two of the big, one each from the big two, so Marvel and a DC. He's going to give us a comic from an independent collector. Um, We know how hard it can be to jump into the collecting realm, especially when some of these titles have been going on for 800 plus issues so dad's going to share with us a new number one so if you wanted to get started collecting you could go to your local comic book shop and pick this one up and he's going to share with us a book of the week which book is of the his week. favorite one yeah. yeah so let's just hop in i've got we're going to hit three independents today because um, my <laughs> book my, of the week and my new number one are independent so they're my the first favorite. the first one <clears throat> is um issue three from image called the sacrificers so this is a book um, that follows this world where each different group, uh, creature group has to give up a sacrifice every 20 years. And it's a person or a creature. No. One of the, It's one of their own people. And each different people group thinks it's something different. Like one of them thinks, oh, it's, this is, this is like a, uh, it's a special to be chosen for this because we're going to get this, this, and this. And one of them's like, oh, they're going to kill us. The other one's, oh, they're going to make us fight. The, nobody knows, right? Well, Very Logan's in this, run. In this book, you find out what happens. What happens? Um, so they have different, like, I, I would call them, they're not really gods, but they're like they are and they aren't. Powerful that, beings. That powerful beings that like handle the tides, the moon, okay. the... Cool. The earth, gears, uh, the plants, whatever. And this is what the sacrifice is for. And they take the joy and oh, happiness no. and feed it to these people. No. Pass. Yeah. I know. You find that out to in this issue. So it's mm. going to get really, really wild. Anyway, it's a thought-provoking book for sure. Interesting. Um, so my DC book is Batman issue 138. I can't believe I'm choosing a Batman comic book. Legacy number 903. So Batman issue 903. See, that's so what I'm saying. The, it, is a, it is a hard entry. Hard entry well, into some of these comics. <laughs> this is in the middle of the Gotham War, which we talked about. Where Catwoman yes. has... Yes. So um, the Red Hood, Jason Todd, one of the Bat, one of the Robins has gone to Catwoman's side. Well, Batman has literally gone off the deep end. He... It catches Jason Todd at the end of last issue, and he has done something to him with some type of gas chemical no. that whenever his fight fight or flight comes in, it automatically goes to fear instead of fight so that he can't shoot or yes. And it's like, and Nightwing, no nice. Nightwing discovers it. So there's gonna be drama in the back. They are they are fighting. Not only that, you've got Tim Drake, my favorite Robin, and Damien, Batman's other Robin. They're all fighting one another. Uh So Batman has gone off the deep end, and we think it's because he has a split personality. 
He created another character called Abensur or something that is like a Batman just in case something happens and it's no. breaking through. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. See, so my this Marvel is why book, you can't have a contingency for everything, my guy. You got to let know. some stuff just be what it, what it is. And Batman has a contingency for his contingencies. You just got to let it be what it is sometimes, my guy. I know. Uh, that's my struggle too. So uh, this Marvel book is issue one. It's an issue one called Gods. And Capital G? It's all, it's G period, O period, D period, S period. So I don't know where right. that's going. But this is um, right supposedly on, going to redefine all of the celestial beings within Marvel Universe. So like, Okay, so like the... Ego, the living planet, the okay. living tribunal. The Eternals, Not planet the Eternals. eating yeah. giant the, like, guys. The, the Celestials, maybe. Mephisto, um, the Collector. We okay. saw him in the, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. The Grandmaster. Let all me these have your characters. corpse on the time of your death. And this um, issue was a great intro. It has some Doctor Strange in it. It introduces a character I'm not familiar with. And he has a partner who's like always on his cell phone, but it's not a cell phone. It's like a, a thing that can tell you, it tells, you know, it's, it's some type of device, a magical cell phone, I guess you could call it. But that guy is hilarious. Fun. Yeah. And um, so really good, really good book. Uh, it's worth jumping into. Um, it is by a guy named Jonathan Hickman, and usually his books are really dense. Mm. Uh, and But this one went really well. It flowed really good, so... All right. So my new number one, number one is from Image. It is Transformers issue one. Like tra- more Transformers? than meets the eye. Like yeah. Transformers, like yes. Shia LaBeouf, Bumblebee, Megan Fox. Exactly. Transformers. Yes. Classic. They are restarting the Transformer universe because it just moved from IDW to Image. Mm. And they've given the total reins to Daniel Warren Johnson, the guy that did do a powerbomb, uh. Wonder Woman, uh, Beta Ray, his art style. Huh. I mean, there are, oh. there, are, there are panels in here that look like there are monster trucks wrestling. It's like, like off the top rope, the battles um, has a good story. It starts out with um, some of the... Uh, Autobots and some of the Decepticons being re re energized and brought back, mm. and then they the all goes from there. Yeah, that's not the all spark in this one. It's energon, energy, or whatever. All right. So <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I made myself laugh too much about saying the all spark like like that. That's Man, hilarious. I apparently really have that movie memorized. That is bad. Actually, all Sp- that that the first movie I thought was a good. The premise. first movie was. Left cheek, left cheek, left yeah, cheek. Funny. I might go back and rewatch that. Ooh, we should. We should watch yeah. the podcast and talk about it. It's a fun one. <laughs> All right. So my book of the week. Book of the week. It's from Dark Horse Comics. This is a book I picked up. Just it was not in my pools. It's called The Midnight Show. M-I-D-N-I-T-E Show. Um, I saw it was written by Colin Bunn and he does a lot of horror. And I thought, I'm not really a big horror guy, but I thought I would pick it up and give it a shot. So this book follows a, it's, it's like they have discovered the lost movie by this famous black and white monster director who did like all the famous monsters. It's sort of like if Bella Lugosi or Lon Chaney, Mm. those guys. Um, And so this movie is supposed to be cursed you know, because it, it like it burned down the the theater or the production set burned down while they were Classic. filming all that kind of stuff. So, so they've got like you know, so they're in a movie theater and they're getting ready pr- to premiere it, and they have like this guy who's like ninety years old who was back in the day was the big TV the guy that would come on and talk about the new movies and stuff. So it's pretty funny, like like you would do for like a something that was found, you know, mm. but. As the movie goes on and the characters are introduced, they are brought to life in the community. No. It is, yes, it's so good. It's like, you're so you're seeing a panel of the movie and below it is something that's happening out in the town. Like there are three people that are 
that are going through something in the movie and, uh, and, um, below it are three kids going into a convenience store. And then it shows this creature coming at these three guys. And then these three kids at the convenience store, this monster just comes out. So it's, it's Mm -hmm. like that. It's really funny because at the, at the end, there's a guy up in the projector booths talking about, he's a vampire. You know, he's eating popcorn, sucking on thing, watching the movie go in the projector booth, a vampire. All you got to do is this, this, and this. Uh, I hate for a vampire to come around me or whatever. And there's like a vampire standing behind him because the vampire. So I am interested to see where this goes. It's That's probably cool. going to be like a three or four issues. And it's the midnight you know, show, the midnight show. It looks fun. That's so, fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that's Thanks it. Thanks for sharing with your, your pull list with us, Pops. You're welcome. There are so, some fun ones. Yeah. I'd be interested in ones. all of them but Batman, probably. Actually, Batman's been pretty good, so yeah. who knows? Again, if I have to have a lot of context, I'm a context girly. I'm with you on the I'm not going to skip three seasons. I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch it. And if I can't get through it, I'm not going to watch it. At all. So not being able to like read all of the comics, I think would be hard. Okay. I got you. You don't have to in this though, because they started it. It's just the Gotham war. You could start it with that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, let's talk one piece, (gasps) Hannah. Yay. First and foremost, did you recognize the agent of shield in it? No. Yes. Who? Deke Shaw. From in 45 episodes of of Shield was Bug Bugby. Yes, I knew that I recognized him. I did recognize him because I was like, I know that man's face. And I Googled it and it was Agents, it was the Agents of Shield guy. What was yep. his name? Deke Shaw? Deke Shaw in, in Agents of Shield. I don't know what his real name is. It's I think his real name is Jeff Ward. Yep. Yeah. Agents of Shield. I remembered him. He was so tell the, about, he was the guy, he was the future guy. The future guy, was he? Was he not the future guy? I don't remember. I anyway. <clears throat> tell everybody, I'll explain whatever this is. So Okay. He was, he was piece, the future guy. Yeah. One piece is an anime that has over a thousand episodes. So yes. a thousand, yes. It's been around forever. Um 20 something years, I think, I maybe say, longer. Start? I'll Google it. And um, so Netflix decided that they would do a live action show. And their live action animes have been mid. I don't know. I did not care for um, Cowboy Bebop as much as I thought I would. I, I did. I thought I would really like it, but it, it was okay. Um, so anyway, October um, 20, 1999. So yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, over twenty years. So in this in this anime, a young boy. Um, so I guess he's probably around in his eighteen to twenty at this point. In in our show, I would say mm. in the anime, I would think he was younger. Um, he wants to be king of the pirates. It starts out and tells you that the original king of the pirates was caught and killed, and he hid his treasure. Which is the one and, piece. And the one piece um, that, uh, um, so if you want to be king of the pirates, that's what you have to have. So this boy, you come to find out, ate a devil fruit. And apparently there are bunches of different devil fruit, and you never know what it's going to happen when you eat it. And he ate a gum gum fruit. Yeah, he, he ate a rubber fruit, a rubber. Which boy. makes him basically a rubber boy. Um, also... You can't swim. He's, he wants to be king of the pirates and will drown immediately in seawater. I was like, yeah. man's is having a time. Yes. So, um, and so what this is showing is him trying to gather his crew, trying to get a map of the because, grand line, which because, will show you how to get to different places. Because he thinks the the one piece is in the grand line. Correct. And him being chased by the vice the, admiral, the Marines or the Navy, whatever you want to call them. And, um, yeah, that's what it, that's what happens mm-hmm. in this. And yes. he, 
he meets a couple different pirates and um so yeah i liked this show i loved this show i go ahead tell me hannah what you thought yeah i was i was worried about it the first episode i was like this is going to be perhaps the lamest thing in the entire world um when it was like cap like captain alvita and like meeting kobe captain alvita Captain Alvita was the captain on the first pirate ship. That and she's Luffy like, I'm the, encounters. I'm the Luffy, best pirate in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Luffy is the kid who eats the gum fruit. Yes. Monkey, monkey, monkey D. Luffy. D. My name is Monkey D. Luffy, and I'm going to be king of the pirates. Yes. And mm. Kobe is a boy that he helps escape her. Yeah. He was her cabin boy, basically. That was a yeah. ca- and capture. But when we first like met, I was like, ooh, this is gonna be a violent show. This is going to like, this isn't like very nice. This isn't very fun. But then Luffy comes up and his arm immediately stretches all the way backwards and comes around and just dum dum pistol! pistol and just pops her in the face. And she just goes, bah! Like falls off the side, and he's like, "You want to come with me, Kobe?" And he's like, "Come with me. You you could be a pirate with me." And he's like, "Pirates are awful." He's like, "Pirates are great." Um, and it was after after that, after the gum gum pistol, and him saying, "All all pirates call like all great fighters say call out their finishing their moves. finishing moves." Yes, which was yeah iconic. Um, mm-hmm. just a lot like it had a lot of heart. I think is the best way to explain it. Luffy has a lot of heart and he engages with people that need that type of heart or that he sees they have that type of heart and perhaps they're not even aware of it at that point. So it's a lot of like bringing unlikely people together, um, having like adventures and like, he's like, everything's going to work out. And it does for he the has most optimism, part. and he will not stand. He be, he believes you should always chase your dream, mm-hmm. and he's not going to stand in, in the way of your dream, perhaps to a fault. Do you catch? Do you catch that everyone that's on his side hated pirates? Yeah, like the people who join his group as a pirate hunter, someone who blamed pirates for killing her mother. Um, I don't know about Usopp. He was just always afraid of them. They're coming. They're coming. He's afraid of everything. And, yeah. And um, then, man, that storyline, the cook, the chef storyline. I didn't like that at all. Woo! Stab twist. So. Trevin was crying. We were sitting yeah, so, on the couch, and Trevin was, like, weeping. He's not yeah, we meet dramatic, but he had a couple different pirate groups. Mm-hmm. We meet the cat pirates. Alvita, Buggy. We meet the clown pirates. That's the clown pirates. And then we meet the fishman pirates Ugh. with, um, what's his name? Uh, Arlong. I can't remember. Arlong. I didn't like him either. The fish, the fishman pirates were the literal worst. Yeah. They were awful. Um, um I guess there, there's a lot of heart to it. Like Hannah said, we get, we get introduced to several different characters. Shanks. Um, Shanks is pirates. Shanks, Shanks is pirate. Shanks is the one who um, Luffy gives Luffy the hat that he was a pirate mm-hmm. and he stood up for Luffy and actually lost his arm mm-hmm. in standing up for Luffy. I think Shanks has the power to talk to the sea creatures. I think Shanks can talk to creatures too. Yeah, 100%. So a lot of these people that eat this uh, devil fruit, they get a power. So Buggy, the clown, can separate, separate every himself. piece of his bodies. Yes. Um, and they beat him by locking the different parts of him in boxes. Except for the fact that he forgot and he snuck one of his ears in Luffy's in hat. Luffy's hat. <laughs> That's so funny. That was so that clever. Was, I was like, what? How did he know? That's that was how. so clever. I um, like that they kept him because he's a fun character. Yeah, he is a fun character. And I'm so the I'm, actor's I'm cool too. Yeah, the actor actors are. I liked him. I did not like Arlong. I Arlong don't know. was maybe, awful. Maybe just because I didn't like him. Like no, him, I I didn't like the the. We're, we're supposed not to like him. They, Ar, they Arlong beat was like that a swordfish into the ground. Yeah, the guy with the, the the guy with that looked like he was a bug. Yeah, what was that? Was terrifying, and the guy that went that spit stuff. Yeah, that was awful. 
And then Usopp actually got him and there was nobody around to see And then see there it. was nobody and he's like, they'll believe me. <laughs> that was the they'll best part. That was the best part. Uh, Usopp tells tall tales. Usopp does tales. tell tall tales and people don't believe him. Like he basically the boy who cried wolf yeah. is Usopp. And when it did happen, no one would listen to him. The cool thing is that at the end of this, Luffy gets his pirate. He's 30 million Barry is what they call it mm, here, not dollars. Money. And in his photo in the background, is, you can see Usopp with his <laughs> with his slingshot and uh, the late the rich lady who gave him their the boat. boat. The very sees married. him sees him in the. He's like, oh, Usopp. In the picture. Oh, Usopp made it. It's so funny. It's sort of like Mike Wazowski on the yeah, cover of like, a magazine. Did you see me? There I was, front and center. Front center, yeah, just like that. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I, I am interested in. I'm interested in everyone's storyline. I'm. I'm even interested in the man with the bad haircut. I hope now, I hope that he and Kobe become good friends. Yeah, so she's talking about the I don't know his uh, name. He was the general's uh Battle Axis no, son. No, Battle Axis son. Um what was his name? I don't know. His name Bad Haircut guy. Anybody who I watches can... the show will know exactly what I mean cuz Zoro just calls him Haircut. Helmepo. His name is Helmepo is what his name is. Awful. Helmet, helmet, epo. I wonder if it means something. Yeah, yeah, because he's got a helmet. He's got a helmet head. Yeah, he does because uh, Zoro gave him a bad Zor- haircut. Zoro gave him a bad haircut. Classic. Yeah, classic. Um, so who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character on his? Probably uh, him. If I'm allowed to pick Luffy, I'd pick Luffy. I am really the. The Zoro and the chef. I can't remember that he joined the so late. Chef. I can't remember his name. Sanji? Is that his Sanji. name? Sanji. Yeah. He. No. Yeah. Sanji. Yeah. Something Trevin and I talked about that we absolutely loved is how wonderfully anime styled their costumes are. are, their, their hair, hair is, the, the way that they talk. The way chef Zeph's big, long big mustache. Everything. Like if you, like I would just Google people's. Like I would just Google what the character looked like just so I could see. And it was literally the same. Is that it was right? Literally this, every single one of them was pretty much exactly the same. Oh, okay. So minor character that I just love. And I want to see a lot and a lot, a lot more of Mihawk, the guy with the big, like, uh, with the big cross and the big sword, with the giant sword. Yes. Insane. I Googled I him too. He was fighting. He was fighting. He like pulled out his little cross and it was a tiny I sword. I know. Like, I will not break out the big sword for you. <laughs> Why? I, I, do, I would not kill a kitten with a cannon or something like that. Yes. He's got this really tiny, I like, love like, a, him. like an olive spork. Nice. Oh, no, I, thank you. Um, when he is like fighting the bad guys and then takes his sword out. And then just like flings it in the air and it leaves air to go to the ship to crack the ship in half. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Trevin and I watched that twice. <laughs> He's my favorite. <laughs> Rewind it. <laughs> He's my favorite minor character, I would have to say. But I, I think I love the chef story. That's my favorite, I think. Man. Brutal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Are we going to ruin little, it? A little snow piercer there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of yeah. snow piercer there, actually. A lot of snow 100% snow piercer, snow piercer there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh man, Woo. so he loves this is Steph loves him. Yeah, yeah. It I okay as so the music in it is if if you've seen the anime, it is different. It is not the same. It is very similar. Um, some of the story has been changed. Um, but it, it has seems to like be they for are, TV. They are they are something I was telling Trevin. It feels quicker then the anime would make it like, it feels it like everything is happening. Yeah. Whereas the anime would be like, rushed. let's have like a, a day here doing whatever. And then yeah. here's a little bit of storyline, but we'll come back to that. But I feel, I felt more connected to the characters in this live action. And maybe that's because they're real people. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, I like really felt for each and every one of them, man. Nami crying, Nami, asking yes. her, asking for help. Help me, Luffy. 
Yeah. And him being like, you're going to wear my hat. That I I cried. Mm-hmm. He put the hat on her. He's like, I yeah, like screaming yes that he was going to help her. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, my heart. So I'm, can you imagine now Jamie Lee Curtis in this? A hundred percent. Did you Google the character that she was, uh, that yes. they want her to play? Iconic. Yes. And I would love for her to be in this. So they've, like you said, they've already got season two. Um, which is they got, good. They got the big. They got the big bad. I literally googled cigar guy one piece. Who's cigar guy? Hi, Ginger. Did you watch the end of end of One Piece? Yeah, I did. I don't remember um, the cigar guy. The 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 like big bad. They like they teased the big bad, but who's ne- who's going to be the big bad in the next season? They took. It was a guy who's smoking two cigars at the same time, and he lit oh, no. the. I t- did not. You didn't watch that. I didn't pay attention. I I saw uh, what's her face and buggy together. After that, he there's a man smoking a cigar who lights the thing on fire. Oh, I didn't pay attention. No, and it is. I literally googled cigar guy one piece, and his name is Smoker. Oh, nice. And I got to show him to you because he looks so here's absolutely the deal. terrifying. They could do this forever, forever. Yeah, terrifying. So, Hannah, show me a picture right now. You guys can Google it. Google Smoker. Um, but he he didn't come in until Chapter 97, Episode 48. Chapter 97. Okay. That's episode hilarious. Episode 48. And he so, he is in the, the Logetown um, story arc. Okay, well, I don't even know what that is. Like I said, I'm just on like episode maybe 10 or 11. Origin, Grant Line. All right, Origin. Oof, man. <clears throat> Exciting. Well, listen, guys, this is, is a Grand good line show. like the equator? I think so. Okay. So There's okay. one line that runs the red line and the Grand Line. And I think at the – I don't know. I can't tell if what There's I'm hearing mountains is – that they, they're going to – they're going to – Yeah, you got to go up. They got to go up the river – so up, there's a river the that ocean. goes up a up a mountain. Yeah, and I can't remember if I'm getting it mixed up with what I listen to in the anime or what I listen to on the show. So, well, um, no, that because I googled it. I'd be googling things. The th- another thing that I loved. So I loved the I loved Zeph and his mustache, and he was like yeah. that person came in and was hungry and he fed him. Ugh, yes, dab twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then Zoro when he fed the when he fed the the Garp is that his name yeah mm-hmm. yeah and they're just they were just eating. like and, and he was like, like it's time we've had our time do you want to know what Trevin thinks what Trevin thinks that the pirate that's killed at the very beginning is Luffy was dad. his dad I was wondered that and that would have made that would have made so that would have made this, him his son in law or his son his son right so the admiral who goes after Luffy is his grandpa. Yeah. And it, yeah. So either if that's true, if it's, if the pirate that is killed at the beginning of the season, something Roger is Luffy's dad, then that means the Admiral either it was either his son or his son in law. And he had a hand to play in it. Yeah. Which is sad. I know. That's sad. All right, guys. Well, I would suggest you go. It's so I, good. I give it five devil fruits, honestly. I really enjoyed it. I didn't Six think that I would. Five. I didn't either. Um, I was really just ready to hate it. I know, but it was fun. It was sweet. I mean, it has a it has some peril. Um, I mean it has some adult themes. It does have some adult themes. Um, you know, uh, a little girl basically sacrifices herself. Not to village. die, but to put to be to be in service to a pirate to save her village, and it's like the long haul. We're talking it takes ten, her twenty something plus, years. Ah, uh, ten to twelve. Ten plus years. So, yeah. yeah, she was, but like eight or nine. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. So that's it, guys. That's it for us. Uh, Thanks for it was beautiful. On. I loved it. Mm, Dad, what? Love you. Love you too. Hey. And roll. 
Friends, thanks for coming and hanging with us on our little corner of the interwebs. I um, edit and upload our podcast. Dad is in charge of our YouTube. Stop laughing at me. I and am we going are, to edit and, and upload we it. we are both behind. I have had... No, I'm... I'm way behind. Okay. Okay. Right on. I'm so um, far behind. I got a big behind. <laughs> um, is it as big as um, that one lady's in uh, robots? No. Fanny? Yeah. It is not. Fanny. Jennifer Coolidge? Is that who that was? Yeah. Wow. Classic. Um, our intro music is created and composed, performed by Brockwell Nason Music. You should check him out on Instagram or any place that you have the social medias. Um, and go see him if you are in the Nashville area. He has shows most weeks. Um, yeah. Our art was made by Nate Turner. Thanks Woo-hoo. for doing that for us, bud. He made that Microsoft Paint. He is multi-talented and excellent. Thank you, Nathan. We and love excellent. Excellente. Movie excellent. See. That's all I have. That's all I got. Guys, thanks so much for hanging with us. We really appreciate you. Yes. It, we we uh, would do it without you. Um. <laughs> you can't tell them that, Dad. I know. <laughs> uh, Hannah and I just have fun, and we're glad that you're yeah. here to hop in with us and have fun with us. Yes. Um, until then, next time, we will catch, catch you on, you the, on the flippity flop. Bye, friends. Bye, guys.